My name is David Freeman. I'm the Chief Clinical Officer at Community Connections with another episode of Essential Connections, Tips and Techniques for Case Managers. I'm talking today about spirituality, a domain of our assessment that is poorly understood. Perhaps we're ambivalent about addressing spiritual concerns in mental health settings. Maybe we shy away from the intensity of the subject. Maybe we feel that spirituality is too personal to discuss. Maybe we worry about encountering a degree of difference in belief that will be alienating in some way. But exploring spiritual concerns opens up a world of possibility and new avenues for recovery. By spirituality, I mean something beyond a belief in God or a higher power or involvement in organized religion. By spirituality, I'm referring to notions about the meaning and purpose of life, about deep personal reflections on this purpose and meaning, and about the vibrancy of the soul. In this short podcast, I want to help you get comfortable talking with people about their spiritual lives. Remembering, appreciating, and deepening spiritual awareness helps people recover from the devastating impact of mental illness, substance abuse, and violent victimization. By spirituality, I'm referring to a kind of deep wisdom, a great compassion, a powerful drive to live an ethical life. Maybe these experiences are fleeting. Maybe they're profoundly consistent, but regardless, they are important. Yes, maybe these qualities come from organized religion, and yes, maybe they come from experience with 12 steps and a higher power. But spiritual depth also comes from music and dance, poetry and other arts, and the great influence of famous preachers and inspirational guides in our society. It is sometimes embodied in the best activists, the people who are concerned about righting wrongs and social justice and making the world a better place. Maybe spiritual depth comes from the wisdom gained from suffering and surviving. In any event, spirituality is often a great, relatively untapped resource in the people we are helping. I should note that many of our staff are themselves deeply spiritual, many who fight for social justice, who fight for the vulnerable and oppressed, who seek deep experience, are inspired by spiritual commitment. So we have this bubbling, boiling resource right in front of us all the time, and yet we're often uncomfortable exploring it. Here are a few ideas about how you can get spirituality on the agenda. Ask, what is it that creates a sense of meaning and purpose in your life? What's the point of living? What's the point of treating friends with kindness and respect? What's the point of trying to improve yourself or trying to overcome obstacles and barriers? Why fight for things that you believe in? Why strive to achieve the things that are most important to you? What is your belief about your place in the world? What does justice look like? What happens on the major holidays? Are these events metaphors for important dimensions of life? Can we think and talk about life transitions in a respectful and a thorough way? When a person takes risks, can we talk about the value of their life? What makes life worth living? About what happens when life ends? When a person hides in fear and takes no risks at all, is life fulfilling? What happens when people have given up and there is a spiritual emptiness? Can that feeling of emptiness be transformed 
into a restlessness that inspires change? Ask, when you are alone, sitting still, what connection with something beyond yourself do you experience? When somebody is approaching death, can we talk about the end of life? About what happens during the transition from life to death? What about beliefs in an afterlife? These are all spiritual concerns. These are all things that we can and should talk about with our clients. The conversation will deepen our connections with clients and help us develop a fuller appreciation of why a person struggles. If you're unfamiliar with a person's religion or spiritual beliefs, you may not really appreciate or understand what they believe or why. There's a steep learning curve in absorbing a belief that you were not raised to understand. But that's okay, because you can ask questions and keep on asking if you don't understand the answer. When you do come to understand another's spiritual life, you will have much more success talking about why it's important to manage a symptom or invest oneself in the incredibly hard work of addiction recovery, or explore why it's important to treat another human being with fundamental respect. And all of these discussions, once elaborated, will contribute to recovery.